The Agenda. Agenda One. And it is time for the agenda. And another day goes by where Brad Lewis isn't in charge, so I am. Uh, <laughs> agenda one, uh, Kim, Matthew Rennell has called the mm. bunker system a mistake and wants uh, to face the media to go over his calls throughout a, a rugby match, a test match. Mm-hmm. Um, this can only be a good thing for the game going forward, right? It's an interesting call from him. It's a bold call. I, yeah. for one, would love for refs to face the media and talk through decisions. I think that's great for the clarity of the game. I don't think all the refs would necessarily think that. Obviously, Raynal does, and that is great for him. For him, I can't imagine that every single person wants to be put in mm. that spotlight. Like, it's a tough place to be, especially if, say, you are Wayne Barnes after that yeah. World Cup final or you've made a significant mistake. You know, I... If Raynal was offering to put himself up after that uh, game that he ref between the Wallabies and the All Blacks in Melbourne when he called Bernard Foley for time-wasting, I would have loved it. It would have been fantastic to see what he was thinking, at what point he determined it was time-wasting, why that was different to any other point. That would have been absolutely fantastic. Great explainer, obviously great fodder from a media perspective, but also from a fan understanding perspective. I think that can help. I just think there would probably be some pushback from other refs who might, and perhaps justifiably so, fear that they will become effectively scapegoats for teams getting bad results. As far as the uh, the call about the bunker being a mistake, I mean, fair play. I think the point he was making was that they didn't have any time to implement and test the system really before the World Cup and iron out any kinks. Uh, and that, I think, is entirely... Fear. I mean, we've had uh, about a million years worth of discussion about the role of the TMO in the bunker in the World Cup uh, on the station, and understandably so, it remains a point of contention. Uh, if you don't want it to be a point of contention, I suppose get rid of it, or at the very least, yeah, implement it in a way that means it is not properly tested for the first time at the sports pinnacle event. So, by and large, I guess to sum up that very long-winded way of saying, yeah, I do think it would be a good. Good thing for the game going forward. I'm just not sure it would uh, get all of the buy-in that it would necessarily require. Agenda two. Silverfern Meyer Wilson has spent a month with Peach Boxing Gym. Uh, could and should we see more cross-code training slash relationships in the public um, <laughs> between top-level athletes? What do you think, Kim? Relationships in well, the yeah, public. I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is Travis Kelsey? Not a public relationship? Come Very on. Very public. Uh, although not with athletes, I suppose. Although, again, if we're saying Black Friday <laughs> shopping is a sport, then you could argue that performing uh, the amount of tours that Taylor Swift does is makes her an athlete. Uh, no, I am only joking, of course. Look, we see uh, plenty of relationships, and I, I also think we see plenty of cross-code training a lot of the time. This is not the first time an netballer uh, has gone and done some boxing in the hopes of it helping out another sport. I remember doing a story once with Sully Fitzpatrick, uh, who was doing a similar thing when she was on a bit of a netball hiatus, actually. This was some years ago now. Uh, And boxing in particular, because of the cardio fitness, is really, really good for that. Uh, It would be interesting to see whether she's got the bug in terms of the boxing bug, whether that would potentially facilitate any change in her athletic ambitions uh, from what she's said so far. I don't think that that is the case. It seems like purely a training thing. But 
I mean, hats off to her. And I think very different, of course, because we are talking about a top-level athlete here. But wasn't it Sir Steve Hansen uh, who used to talk all the time about how he thought kids, for example, should be doing multiple sports and then that's better for them rather than just honing in on the one they potentially wanted to make a career. You could make an argument that maybe that should go for top-level athletes as well so I think power to it whatever whatever works for you and there are different factors at play here right like it's not just a fitness athleticism thing for some it's as much a a mental thing as it is anyway so if it's going to help then by all means absolutely go for it I also have an agenda point for you uh Jacob is that you just putting on a very deep voice for the agenda agenda three who is it? No. <laughs> it's uh, the content lead, uh, Ruben Bradley. Ah, oh, very yeah. good. Very good. I just wondered whether you were uh, putting on a bit of voice in. I was quite impressed. Um, no, I wasn't. Uh, and also homemade stings too. Brad, Brad's done a great job on them. He has indeed. This has been a new addition to the run home since I've uh, been away for all of one week and come back and I'm enjoying it, I must say. Hey, remember to get those texts in for Kim's Cashy uh, on the Temper Bedpost text machine, double eight double three. Temper and Bedpost's range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort.